You're listening to the Well Women Podcast. I'm your host, Gemma Lee, women's cycle health educator. Together, we're normalizing periods, cracking open real body talk, and femme rising the future. I'm here to remind you that your body is amazing. You can achieve balance, and body confidence all begins with your menstrual cycle. Get ready, beautiful. You're about to learn how to confidently reconnect with your body and discover your unique flow. This is episode 91. Ah, this episode is all about your voice, your throat, yoni, and pussy connection. I'm joined by Andrea Nicholas, and she is a feminine embodied and pleasure guide coach. She supports women in returning to their feminine essence, living their most orgasmic lives, working with the body's rhythms and embodying full spectrum of the womanhood, their softness, wildness, sensualness, playfulness, orgasmicness, fierceness, and so much more. Now, Andrea has a a decade of experience merging together psychology, sacred sexuality, embodiment, and the feminine arts. So in this podcast episode, we dive into some really beautiful topics together around your voice. Now, I want you to just think about this question really quickly before I tell you what we're going to cover in the episode. (sighs) Have you ever thought that maybe your voice reflects your sexual expression or your yoni expression? As above, so below. I mentioned this in this podcast episode. And this episode is going to teach you about voice activation and the connection between your throat, your throat chakra and your actual throat and your yoni and your pussy. You see, the qualities of the masculine come through in your voice. We talk about activating feminine essence with your voice. We dive into your voice and how it is expressed differently through each of the four phases of your menstrual cycle. Not to mention, we talk about how that connection works between your throat and your yoni in depth. We also throw the heart in there too. We talk about how you can open your yoni through your throat three different ways you can activate your voice and three sounds you can use to awaken your voice and get started doing so like literally straight away. This podcast episode is really beautiful. If you've never met Andrea before, you can head over to Instagram while we're chatting and look up andrea.e.nicholas. Before we jump into it, I have to interrupt this episode to let you know that today is sponsored by the Well Women Academy. Well Women Academy is a weekly membership where together we study menstrual cycles, holistic health, and how to reconnect with your body. Every month, our Well Women access members-only, self-paced educational content across a wide range of formats, including written, video, audio, and guided home study. Led by myself and other pioneering guest teachers, together we cover fields of ancestral health, Ayurveda, sexuality, sensuality, holistic health, and lots more. This is your chance to join an international supportive community of women to discover your cycle, your body, ignite your inner intuition and illuminate your life. It's like no other in the world. Not to mention it's cheaper than your daily coffee fix. Learn more and join us at wellsome.com forward slash academy. That's W-E-L-L-S-O-M-E dot com forward slash academy. Andrea, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. I'm so happy to be here. I'm really excited to have you join us today because today's topic is very interesting to me. But before we dive into it, first question is tell us what day of your cycle you're on and how are you feeling today? What are you checking in with? 
Oh, so I am on day 18. So not quite in the luteal phase. I'm post ovulation feeling super good, super mm, like really excited about what I'm pouring into the world and to be here and energized. And I love scheduling podcasts and things like that right around this phase of my cycle because it just flows so, so well. It is really that ovulation buzz that's all about like mm-hmm. giving and mothering and nurturing and, and launching and birthing and it's very exciting. So <clears throat> I love this phase of my cycle as well. But <laughs> I know when I first heard about you because we met on Instagram, I was like, how do I learn more about this whole vocal thing that this chick does? And <laughs> I know there's going to be a lot of listeners who are brand new to you. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Andrea, and how you became the soulful vessel. Like what is a soulful vessel? Yeah, yeah, happy to. So, oh my goodness, where to even start? Well, I'm I'm from Ohio, so I grew up in like a really, for those who don't know about Ohio, it's the Midwest. I didn't grow up in a tiny city, but still like very conservative type of upbringing, far, 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 far divergent from (laughs) what I do today and who I be today. And I work with women around coming into their bodies, their womanhood, their pleasure, opening up their throats, their voices, the connection, which I know we're diving into today between the throat, the womb, the pussy, all of this magical woman essence that's like the through lines through our body. And as far as the the soulful vessel piece, you know, really that's my desire that all women inhabit their bodies so soulfully, so fully, so entirely and come back home because ultimately like this is the home, each of us individually for each of us. And the work's really been a you know, it's been a weaving as so many feminine things are. It didn't just like drop in overnight linearly. It's been like a a this thread and this thread and this thread and this thread and eventually became a tapestry. And so I weaved together my background in the psychology of sexuality with Tantra, Taoism, voice activation, woman's work, moon cycle magic, um, a whole bunch of other things, including the voice activation piece. And then I think what you are alluding to earlier is my vocal alchemy. So that's kind of its own um, essence, if you will. That's something that came through many years ago when I was living in Thailand. I've believe it or not, moved over 30 times around the world in the last decade. Lots of wow. lots of like planting seeds in different places. And while I was in, yeah, while I was in Thailand, this came through. And basically I just open up my voice, open up my throat and channel that which wants to come through into the space. It's different every time. People have a myriad of experiences. And it's also what supports me in supporting others in opening up their throats, unlocking their voices as well. Fantastic. I love that you've lived all over the world. And something in your story that really, really interests me, and it's because I haven't learned too much. I know about this, you know, having studied Mm -hmm. chakras and gone through a lot of womb wisdom work myself, and my study is what is voice activation? So on the (laughs) weekend, I actually went and did a sweat lodge with my best friend. And it was the most beautiful and amazing experience. I've never done a sweat lodge before. I love saunas, but quite a different experience. And literally, Andrew, we we built the lodge from scratch. So we're on the back of a forest and, you know, we got all the poles, like which were literally just branches of trees and we trimmed them all back. And then, you know, we had like we worked like a team and we literally blessed everything. It was just such a beautiful process. But inside the sweat lodge, whilst we were in this sweat lodge, 
the most beautiful thing was happening with everyone's voices and we were Mm -hmm. connecting through the harmony of song and the harmony of (laughs) chant and just using our voice to express how we felt and release tension. So I know a little bit about voice activation, but what is this? For everyone who's listening who's like, uh, what is voice alchemy? (laughs) Just start, start with what is voice activation? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So this is this is one of those beautiful things. There are so many in the kind of like uh, spiritual world, let's just say that things have many different definitions. So if you Google it, you're probably going to come up with, you know, 10 different things. I myself, when I'm speaking about voice activation, which was something that like I brought through, I wasn't taught necessarily in a certain lineage, as with all lineages, it starts somewhere with someone. So this mm-hmm. one came through and it's It's about really opening up the throat. If you want to think of it as the throat chakra activation, that can certainly be a part of it. But it's also sometimes a balancing because some people have overactive throats. Like, for instance, I tend to have more of an overactive throat um, versus an underactive. We can talk more about that later. But it's about harmonizing, aligning, balancing the throat, opening it up, really connecting, rooting down for women, especially into your womb space, into your yoni, your pelvic bowl, allowing a resonance to come from there. And the thing is, too, it goes far beyond singing, right? That's what I tell people when they come in. It's rare these days that I do like specific voice activation workshops. I used to do them a lot. Now it's more part of my like woven together work. But in that, what I explained to people, for some people, it will. Like the, the singing is going to be the thing that immediately comes online. For other people, it's rooting into their truth. For other people, it's like what they're pouring into the world, speaking into the world, their boundaries, their alignment, these different areas, which is really different across the spectrum. So it doesn't look one way in particular, but it does have like magical effects regardless of what they are. I love that because... A lot of people, and particularly women, don't recognize the power of the the voice or the power of the throat. And it's interesting when I say that I'm not referring to like having a voice as in like speaking up for like, I deserve these rights, so to speak. It's so much more. So what, how how would a woman even know that she needs to activate her voice or activate her Mm. throat? Yeah, yeah. So two different pieces here. One is the underactive and then one is the overactive. So when we look at underactive, if your if your throat is like underactivated, that translates to things like literally often like having a small voice, shrinking. Um, something called vocal fry is a really common thing that you can kind of hear that I'm doing in my voice now. It's like a grating. Wow. Um you can also notice, and, and our voices change, you know, in different times, but if we're going into like little girl mode, it'll often go into like nasally, like higher pitched and this, like this way. Um, and then of course, like beyond, beyond like the actual voice, how you're speaking in life, do you speak your truths? Do you hold your boundaries? Do you speak up for what it is that you are emblazoned about? Um, all these areas, you know, that's, if they're, you're not, then that's, indicating that there might be some underactivity here. Overactivity looks like a need to constantly like really be heard, like really, really, really like make sure that your voice is penetrating the world. Make sure that you're heard. I'm not sure if you curse on the show. (laughs) Oh, good. Okay, great. I was going to like, what wanted to come through is like, make sure that my voice is fucking heard. It's like that, Mm -hmm. you know? 
um, there's like a lot of, there can be like tenseness in the voice in like a different way. And then of course, same thing, how that translates in life is really like needing to constantly assert your opinions, like right in the space. This of course connects to feminine essence, right? And, and like different, different pieces that are there. But if you notice like one or two of those things, then it could mean that there gets to be some alignment there in the throat. I was actually just going to, my next question was going to be about how, you know, inside the Well Women Academy, which is like, you know, my signature um, membership group, I've, this month of October is all about finding your flow and we're embracing and learning about feminine foods and embracing your feminine essence and what feminine energy is and how to tap into <laughs> that part of your body. And it's so interesting learning about your voice is that the question I have for you is how do we know like, what is the connection, actually? Let me reframe the question. What is the connection with the feminine and the masculine and a woman's voice or those who identify as women? Mm-hmm. Like, what is the connection? Because I know that a lot of, um, you know, humans and beings, just people, have never connected with the fact that maybe their voice and how they're sharing themselves, what they're projecting mm-hmm. out, what they're holding back, whether is that connected with the masculine side of them, the feminine side? Is there an imbalance there? Is there alignment? You know, how does the the voice and the throat actually connect with these feminine and masculine elements of ourselves? Yeah, yeah, great question. So let's start with the masculine. I think that's a good place to start. And then we'll come with the feminine so we can identify between the both, like the the both. Is that okay? Yeah, of course, of course. And I'll I'll preface by saying this looks different with everyone, my loves. Like truly, truly, truly. It's not like there's one set voice that you're supposed to be having and embodying and like sharing with the world. It's unique to each individual and ultimately with all things body related, this is for you to know, for you to to decide, for you to tune into. If, you know, some of the things that I say indicate like, oh, this is a more like masculine orientation and you feel amazing and delicious in your body and the way you share with the world, then please lean into that. This is really like a a body-led thing. Um, Okay, so with that said, with with the masculine piece with the voice it's it's really what i was just describing so it's this either energetic or literal like voice projection auditory level need to like penetrate spaces constantly right it's like your voice needs to be heard it needs to be asserted it needs to um be forthright forthcoming like go into this space like you need to make sure that your voice is the thing that is penetrating instead of your presence expanding right and you'll see me often when i'm talking Mm. about masculine versus feminine energy right the masculine is very penetrative and the feminine is opening expansive and what's fascinating to notice beyond even masculine or feminine often like masters, you know, we think of like ascended masters of their craft. They're not speaking in like harsh penetrative ways. They're not saying like, I'm going to talk so loudly to make sure you hear me. They are like more in the energetic realm anchored into their bodies. And even as they get to the point where they're almost whispering, people lean in so they can like hear and receive even more. So that's, that's really when it comes to like that piece, just noticing just noticing how it feels. If you are a more naturally loud, penetrative voice person, but it doesn't feel like it's landing as masculine in your system or you don't care if it is, then perfect. Lean into that. And then feminine. Okay, so with feminine, 
This one I'll speak into a little bit more because this is really connected to our cycles, right? And it can indicate so much of where we are. So like I said, I am just coming out of my ovulatory time, still like really feeling, what did you call it earlier? The ovulation buzz, is that what you said? Yeah, the it's kind of like the <laughs> rebirth. It's, it's very much about birthing and connection and it's the inner summer shine that we yes. all have. I call this your Beyonce phase, you know, in all of my teacher. I'm like, this is like the, you know, yeah. so this is like for heterosexuals, you know, me being a woman, but like, hello, boys. You know, this yeah. is like, I'm, and that's not even just in like a sensual or sexual way. That's very much in a, I'm here. I'm ready to be seen. I'm ready to be heard. Yes. Yes. Oh my goddess, that is exactly it. And there's fascinating things that that go on in this time. You know, our facial features literally become more symmetrical, our hair becomes more lustrous, our lips plumper, our um, hip to waist ratio becomes more defined. Like, and then what you said too. And there's also this this element of like underlying competition with women. So <laughs> it's like a really when it's like from an unintegrated place on just like a biological level. So it's very much that time. So all that said, I'm here now. I am like energized. I am talking at a faster pace. I am excited. I am enlivened. I'm really like moving a lot of energy. If we were to do this, um, this interview, this podcast, when I was bleeding or just about to bleed, it would be a whole different energetic. Mm-hmm. I would be much lower, more inward. Maybe even my voice would have dropped deeper into my womb as I was preparing to release. When I'm in that time of my cycle, I don't enjoy talking as much. Like often there can be, especially for the first day or two of my bleed, I might barely talk at all if I'm, you know, don't need to. It's just a more natural thing. So when when we start to bring more um, presence to our voice, we start to notice these things. Um, you start to notice the times when like your voice is more active and peppy and vibrant and like, yes, 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 yes. Versus when it drops really low into the womb. And that doesn't just have to do with when you're bleeding. It's also when you're deeply like dropped into your body. What will often happen with women who are in my course, my women's course is the vessel. And the ones who are in that are also my private work is their voices will shift naturally without even specifically trying to do this sort of like voice activation work. Um, Because we get to it at a certain point, you know, not right in the beginning, the voice will start to naturally drop lower, fill more space, become more resonant in the chamber of their vessel. And it's a really beautiful thing to to witness. Same thing with men. You know, I don't work with men in particular, but in in a past life where I had more like uh, workshops and things that were everyone Mm -hmm. was welcome to come. That would often happen with men too. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And like their voices would drop down. I would say, speak from your balls. (laughs) That's how I'd say like the ones who I was playful with, you know, because it's like a, a dropping way down into the pelvic bowl, whether you are man, woman or otherwise. I love that, Andrea. I'm. It's just such a great example, again, for all of the listeners who have heard us talk or heard me talk with many guests about the different phases and aspects of our cycle, is that every phase of our cycle, the four phases, are so uniquely different. We already know as listeners um, to this podcast around food, around movement, around 
your sexual appetite around your sensuality but your voice is actually just another aspect and you're right just as our boobs expand and contract throughout throughout the month so you know so so does our weight it doesn't have to be hugely fluctuating but it can be you know here and there in small aspects but it's so beautiful to hear about the voice and bringing presence into your body through the power of your voice and sharing that I love that and I love that you just brought in the cycle because my next question was going to be, well, how can women use their voice throughout their menstrual cycle? So the reason why we start every podcast episode, because if you think about it, this is a voice people, hear, they're not seeing us right now. They're just hearing us. It's kind of like radio. We could have heads for radio, not that we do. <laughs> but, you know, it's just the power of the voice. And so we rely on our voice and how we project ourselves. And that's why the first question is, tell us what day of your cycle you're on. Mm-hmm. Because if you've been a listen to this podcast for a while, you can go back and you can hear that when we have guests that are, you know, in their inner winter time, so in their menstrual cave, you know, what they share and how they share it is very, very different to those mm-hmm. who bring the energy like yourself in the, you know, at the end of your inner summer phase. So yeah. tell us. What does your voice look like in the four different phases of your cycle? So, you know, I refer to them as the seasons in a winter, in a spring, in a summer, in autumn. I know you've just mentioned a little bit about ovulation and menstruation, but let's go around each of the four phases. And would you mind sharing with us what your voice can look like and how it can change through each of the four phases, starting with menstruation? Yeah, happy to, happy to. So like I was saying earlier, when we are on our bleeds, when we're menstruating, on our moon cycles, whatever you want to call it, often our our voice will drop low into our bodies. It will become slower, um, more of like an even timbre is the word that's wanting to come through there. And softer, it can often be softer. Again, this is not across the spectrum. Every woman will be slightly different. Um, that's what most of my clients notice. That's what I notice in my body. And we we can harness that, right? It's like, this is the time to really be oh, like bringing that medicine of inwardness, of softness, using that throat alignment to really mm, like invite people inwards into their own experiences. So it's, it's beautiful. Like if you're a facilitator, especially if you have a group program that goes across many months and you have calls at different times in your cycles, harnessing that, harnessing those different stages, right? The medicine that you bring through when you are bleeding is going to be really different than the medicine that you're bringing through when you are ovulating. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I, to- I totally <laughs> recognize that delivering events, like when I'm speaking or I'm hosting an event myself, mm-hmm. you know, I always find that my cycle moves so that I deliver my retreat days when I'm menstruating. And I find that even though it's really interesting because ideally I'd love to align them all with my ovulation so that I'm like Mm -hmm. full of bounce and energy. But I always find that when I do deliver and it do like my menstrual um, time arrives when I'm delivering a full day event, like five or six hours of like literally talking nonstop, I find that my teaching is so much more connected and intuitive. And often I'm like, what did I just say? Like, I don't even know where that, 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 that whole 10 minutes of conversation just came from. Someone out. record yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, did anyone write that down? Um, but it's interesting because, yeah, your voice channels differently um, mm-hmm. in your menstrual time. So, yeah, I just wanted to share that around the menstrual time oh. of your voice. 
I love that. I love that so incredibly much. And it's, it's fascinating to notice like how that will happen. Um, I also will like trust, like I, I also similarly try and schedule things when I'm not bleeding or when I'm more in the ovulatory phase. And there have certainly been times where it comes the last immersion, women's immersion I held, it was like, okay, guess I'm going to be bleeding. And as it of course turned out three out of the five women were bleeding as well. So it's like, wow. perfect. This is the, mm. And here's the wild piece. I'm sure you've talked about this on your podcast before, but how our, our cycles align to pivotal events and also to our sisters, all of our cycles moved. So I swapped from being a new moon bleeder to a full moon bleeder with that. One woman's cycle came early, another woman's came late. And so it's, it's just fascinating to realize that, mm, just that that body, body voice alignment there. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So let's see where we were here. So we were talking about the the menstruation. Yeah. Moving into springtime. So you might feel the energy start to pick up a little bit here. Maybe the voice rises a little bit. Maybe the tempo, maybe the amount that you're desiring to talk continues to elevate and expand and you start to feel more energy pouring through your words, through your expressions. And then, of course, in this time, you know, this is the the space where we're starting to cultivate that energy. This is the time to start planning the the big creation things and harnessing that. Ooh, I think I heard some thunder out there. Nature agrees. (laughs) So then we move into summer, the ovulatory phase. And as we were just talking about, you know, where I just come out of on my cycle, this is the time where our voices often will rise a little bit higher, right? We're out of our womb cave a bit. We're a little bit higher. The tempo often, like the energy that's behind it, the pulsations, the vibrations can start to enhance and grow. And you might find more... um, Mm, yeah, just a quicker, quicker energy and tempo in your voice. And again, just different medicine here, not better or worse than when we're bleeding or any other time on our cycle. It's just different. And so harnessing this through through things, unless you know specifically, you know, like we were saying that you do really well doing like long speaking engagements and things like that when you're bleeding. For some women, it very well might be the case. But unless mm. you know that about yourself, seeing if you can schedule, you know, things that require more of an energy output, more of a vocal output for this time. Yeah. Mm, so beautiful. And what about the autumn phase as we lead mm-hmm. through to menstruation? Because I know that this phase, Andrea, you know, having worked with hundreds of different women around their menstrual cycles, both in like groups, but also in one-on-one the most challenging and confronting phase for them is that premenstrual phase. Have you noticed that for yourself in your own work? So oh, how, yes. how do we use the voice? Like how is our voice, how does our voice turn up at this time of our cycle? Because I know this can sometimes be the, the misinterpreted expressive time in the sense of like mm-hmm. mood swings and emotion and, sometimes you can say things you don't mean and you can be maybe <laughs> So how does voice, like what does a healthy voice alignment look like throughout in you know, an autumn phase premenstrual? Yeah, yeah. I love what you were I love what you were sharing there. And yes, definitely feeling you on this, this being a tricky <laughs> phase for, for myself and for a lot of women. And to diverge topics for a moment, you know, I feel like a big piece of this is because culturally, at least in most Western cultures, the imprinting is that we should just bypass this phase as well as our bleeding, as well as our winter phase. And so instead of slowing down, 
tuning in, we try and just bulldoze right on through it, you know, continue our ways right on through it. And I think that's what causes a lot of the, the vocal distortions, the distortions in speech. And instead of trying to force our way through to like siphon that like extra energy and like go, 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 this is the time to start tuning inward. Just start pausing for a moment before we say something that might be hormonally or emotionally fueled, tuning in, dropping into our womb, dropping into our alignment and sharing from that place and really using that bit of um, discernment that comes from our inner masculine. You know, here as well, I was just talking with my women's group yesterday about our inner masculine creating a space for us as we are going into our winter, right? So things that that looks like are setting up the space for us. If you have special sheets, like I have my moon sheets that are red that I like to have when I'm bleeding, the masculine can be like, okay, I'm going to put these, I'm going to meal prep or maybe order some meals so that they're coming in. I'm going to like do these work tasks so that way I can be a little bit more easeful during my cycle and starting to, to harness that. But really the... The biggest invitation here, as the voice starts to drop, as it starts to go simultaneously like deeper into the body, but then also have those like outspurts and, and bursts mm. out. Tune it's kind in. of like the child. It's kind of like the child yeah. that doesn't want to go to the room, doesn't want to go to their room because of, you know, mm. being naughty or whatever. Mm -hmm. He's like screaming before they get, you know, put into the quiet zone. Um, yeah. But instead, it's like, no, we're actually women. And this is such a blessing like such a blessing that we get to create these womb caves for ourselves. And it looks different for every woman. Every woman can, every person can do that differently. And like as much as possible, creating that space. Mm. And then one other piece that's coming through here as well is giving your voice healthy outlets. So for instance, yes. um, you know, during this, during this time, it can be really easy to like have it without the outbursts, right? It's like the unhealthy outlets. So this is the time to really lean into if, if voice um, sounding, if getting into your throat is part of your embodiment practice, this is the time to really lean into that. If you notice that you tend to be really feisty and fiery with your partner or children or coworkers, friends, whomever yourself then really like giving your throat that healthy outlet. And this is the time where it's probably not gonna be as like light and soft and pretty. This might be more guttural. It might ugh, like really like, oh, coming down into the throat. You know, you won't be on video so you can't see, but I'm literally massaging my throat, really connecting the energy that's there. And so giving yourself that space to sound it out. I have to interrupt this episode to let you know that today is sponsored by my brand new five-day Love Your Cycle mini course, a simplified self-paced course to teach you the foundations and fundamentals of your menstrual cycle in under a week. Receive daily educational class videos and audios along with action steps, a cycle tracking guide, cycle prompts, and my Love Your Cycle 50-page ebook. This is your chance to discover everything you wish they had have taught you at school about your cycle, how to eat, how to move, honoring your emotions and identifying PMS and cycle signs before they arise. It's now your turn to join over 300 women from around the world who have already taken this course to reclaim and reconnect with their bodies. And you can do this too in under a week for less than a fancy vegan burger. To learn more, visit wellsome.com forward slash shop. And to thank you for being an amazing listener of this podcast, I want to offer you a 20% off voucher code. Use the code CYCLELOVE at checkout to save.
I think something that we, and I learned this through ancestral health, is that we have two ears and one mouth for a reason. We need to listen twice mm-hmm. as much as we speak. And, you know, with, with, our, with our listening quite often as women, because maybe we have felt unheard for a long period of time, and I could be completely wrong because voice activation is not my line of work, <laughs> but I feel as though, like, if I, if I feel into this, Andrea, I can really feel that a lot of women for a long time have felt unheard. And maybe that's because they haven't been able to express themselves and therefore that's being unheard because it hasn't even been expressed to be heard. But then, you know, that's where if they hold things in throughout their cycle, when this inner autumn time comes, that's where, you know, if they're not aware of voice harnessing, Mm -hmm. they can literally just be like, that's like when, you know, the whole PMS monster comes out of the cave, you know, and to like rip shreds or, the, the taboo saying, which drives me absolutely bonkers and insane, is that, oh, mum's just about to have a period, you know, just everyone uh-huh. just not, not talk to your mum or, you know, like a partner being like, are you about to bleed because you're really snappy right now? Like <laughs> all these little things come back to, <laughs> one, the power of the voice. Yeah. The power of the voice. And so a question, I know you mentioned a little bit about feminine and masculine. We talked about it before. Um, I know that in our menstrual cycle, we have a yin phase and a yang phase. Is there a specific feminine phase and masculine phase to the voice of the cycle? Or is it kind of just in harmony every single day? There's a, some masculine, some with feminine throughout every day of your cycle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's not something that I've typically put a label on, right? Especially because in, in this instance, you know, we're talking to women, right? So all of it, all of it is part of our feminine womanhood cycle. And if I were to, I would certainly say that the bleed is more of like the inward, yin word, if you will, um, feminine peace. And it's slowing down, it's deepening, it's softening, tuning in. And then the ovulatory, right? Like the voice is more up and out and exciting and going out into the world and having our beautiful vocal tendrils, you know, flowing through space. Um, and I, I wouldn't worry about like putting a label on it personally, unless you find that to be super supportive for, for you, just the general you, whomever, then you're a woman. It is what it is. <laughs> I am so grateful that you, that you said that because it's really important to recognize that labeling or unlabeling, delabeling is so important. And even though there are yin and yang phases of the cycle, I'm always teaching that we have yin and yang elements to every aspect of our day. And this is the same with feminine and masculine. So I love that you shared that. Now, I want to switch gears out of the cycle a little bit because you mentioned a little bit about, you know, body voice alignment. Mm -hmm. So before we, like, I, I do want to ask, like, how can we learn to practice embodying our voice in our throat with activation? But before we go there, body, voice, alignment. That's like your body connecting with your voice. And I really want to talk about how our throat connects with our yoni and our pussy. Like, can we talk yes. about this connection? Because I know that with um, my beautiful friend, Rosie Rees, who's been on the show a number of times, we talk about you know, the yoni and the heart connection. Mm-hmm. And we do talk about the fact that, you know, the voice allows us to project what our yoni can feel. Mm. But let's talk about this throat pussy connection. What is yeah. it? How do we feel it? What is the benefit of it? Um, oh. yeah, let's talk about this. 
before we're out of time, we have to cover it. Oh my God. Yeah. Right. (laughs) So this is a great one. And I wish so much that we could like have a slide up of the throat of the vocal cords. So if you have not seen this, please Google it. There's one artist in particular who recently created the first actual like art depiction I've seen and it's gorgeous it's circulated around I can a put lot. A, I can put a link otherwise to this literally just yes oh thank you thank you it's great it's such a beautiful one otherwise you can just search for you know throat vocal cords and yoni is the, the easiest thing um and you'll see very quickly it incredibly mirrors depending on the angle the lips right our inner labia and then also it mirrors the vaginal canal and then it mirrors as well um, from a different angle, you know, the, the womb space as a whole, our ovaries and our uterus and all of these parts. And it is inextricably linked, my loves. And this is what I tell women when they come to work with me, because someone would come and they say, okay, all that I want to focus on is my voice. And I say, great. So we're also going to work with your pleasure, because if there's something going on with your throat, then there's going to probably be something going on with the pleasure, vice versa. Many women come to me and say, my voice is fine. Like, you know, I just want to work on like pleasure and orgasms and all of this. I'm like, great, we'll do that. And let's look at the throat. So what we can see is um, if there's women who are more constricted, yonically, vaginally tightening. In fact, right now, I invite everyone to just close your eyes and feel if you can relax your pelvic floor even just slightly. And if you could, my loves, that means even right now in this exact moment, you are holding some tension that is there. This often will translate upward into the throat and there will be some tension and tightness that is here. On the other side of things, we have women who have a more naturally relaxed disposition, open. These are the women who are really wanting to work with yoni eggs and practices to strengthen the pelvic floor, the pelvic bowl. And often this can be more of a um, like looser throat experience and sometimes more overactive where things just um bubble you can't see my hand motions i'm doing a lot of hand motions over here (laughs) they're coming through the ethers to you so anyway it's like coming through the throat and kind of just out into the out into the world maybe in a way that doesn't have as much refinement to it so those are those are like two ways to really tune in And it's deeply connected. I loved Rosie's example of that, of the connection and how it gives voice to our pussies, to our yonis. So much yes to that. And it's also a way to both open, right? It goes both ways. It flows both ways. So if you are, for instance, in a pleasure session with yourself or a beloved um, and you feel like you're desiring to like bring more energy and bring more pleasure in, literally inviting in sounds, moaning, opening, sounding. Note, this is really different than like faking. This isn't like pretending that you're having an orgasm or something like that. Yeah, like this isn't pretending. And you can explain to your partner, you know, if they don't know what you're doing, like I'm going to start to like open my throat a little bit. And you might even begin to notice, many women do, that your body starts to open as you start to like actually allow yourself to get into it more. Oh, it's open. Okay, amazing. And my, I have a, a practice that I created called orgasmic breath work. And a huge piece of that is also using the throat, not just the breath, but also the sounding and the movement. And it's all connected mm. so we can create this like orgasmicness within us. Um, let's see what else wants to come through here. 
Mm, but connecting on the day to day, was there actually, was there anything you wanted to talk about this in particular? Can we move into more of like the day to day connection? I think it's just on, on what you were just mentioning, Andrea, because this is so beautiful. I feel that a lot of women who have tension around sexual pleasure, and we can even look at like tension in the pelvic floor, mm-hmm. tension or, you know, inside and around the cervix in the vaginal canal, you know, and they're working on de-armoring, you know, those areas be either with pleasure wands, crystal wands, glass wands, whatever it is, and or a yoni egg and de-armoring. It just goes to show that in Ayurveda, they, they teach so much that as above, so below. Yeah. And that, you know, with your voice, if you are not, ex- if you're feeling restricted in your voice, like in your throat, you know, which is one entry and portal of your body, is that another entry and portal, like your yoni, can also feel restricted. So mm. if you have ever noticed, I know I notice this, you know, if, if I'm in, in, or in the past, if I've been in a relationship and I'm feeling really like, unheard I'm not able to express myself instantly my yoni's like sorry the shop's closed mate (laughs) (laughs) and it it, you know if you're having pain um or Mm -hmm. challenge in that area like with sexual pleasure or desire um with your yoni it's such a great like message to women listening to this that okay maybe this is just one aspect of your overall womanhood and well-being that you haven't yet looked into which could be great Let's look at your throat. Let's look at how open you are. So, yeah, that's just what I wanted to finally touch on on that. But the last question that I would love to ask you so that you can share with our listeners is how could a woman, like how does a woman embody the practices of throat voice activation and even throat yoni activation? I know you mentioned Mm -hmm. about allowing yourself to be vocal and expressive when you are in, you know, whether it's a self-pleasure practice or um, a sexual practice with a partner or another is you mentioned that, but how can a woman on her own, let's just look at individuals, you know, taking responsibility of their own activation of their throat and their voice. How can they embody this practice and what can they do on a daily basis? Maybe three things that they could start to do. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's perfect. I have three words, sound it, out that mm. is the biggest thing my love so you just were mentioning de-armoring um for those who aren't familiar with it you know it's a really beautiful practice to release pain tension numbness stored memories trauma things like that typically internally either vaginally or anally um you can hear that yonically or rosetta is <laughs> like the the spiritual terminology there and if you find those points even if you're not in a specific de-armoring session sound it out, give it a voice, give it a sound, please, 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 please know it will not always be pretty. It is not always like, oh, like, oh, sigh out. Often it's a roar. Often it's a guttural sound or a cackle or like, oh, like a really just like jaw clenched, you know, sticking the tongue out as a big one, um, like really like all the way out of the mouth, ah, like really just allowing yourself mm, I to love move that. those sounds through. Yeah. Yeah. So that's so in, in your practice, like in your pleasure practice, solo or partnered, whichever one, or if you're working with a professional that too, you know, sounding it out. 
And then linking the sound to movement. So literally like a simple one that you can do with even just five minutes in a day. Ideally, you have a little bit more time devoted to, you know, embodiment work and, and things like that. But even just five minutes if times are really busy, moving. You can either be sitting on your hands and knees, standing and moving, breathing. And with each exhale, oh, giving it a sound. It will be different every time, it will evolve, it will shift during your cycle. But even just that is enough to start really forging that link in the body. And then also the literal neural pathways in the brain starting to forge those connections. So at first it's kind of like weed whacking through the bush and like, okay, like where is this? What is the pathway? And then the next time it's like, okay, I can kind of see the path. And the next time it's like, okay, this is a path. And then eventually it's like a well-traveled road that your body knows. And the link between the throat and the womb and the pussy is just so, so, so uh, potent and obvious. I just love to, it is so obvious that the heart's in the center of that. Mm -hmm. You know, for the yoni to connect energetically with the throat is it has to travel through the heart yep. space, through your heart chakra. And it's kind of like the ultimate alignment of your base chakra and your throat chakra connecting is like full embodiment would be throat, heart and yoni, which is base chakra. And it just, it gets me so excited. These are such great tips, Andrea, like so <laughs> fantastic. I um, Movement and sound is such a beautiful practice. And I think for women, just an extra little question that we can throw mm -hmm. in that if women are listening to this and they're kind of, you know, it's kind of like going to yoga and everyone's doing the, oh, <laughs> sigh. Everyone's, everyone starts like, oh, oh, oh. And eventually, like we always start yeah. quite small because there's the little bit of fear. There's always mm. this tiny little aspect of fear um, of, you know, maybe I'm not doing it right or it doesn't sound perfect. Mm -hmm. But if a woman has restriction about it needing to be perfect, I don't know, you mentioned like no sound is going to be absolutely perfect. It's kind of like a baby crying. It's always going to be different. Yeah. Is, you know, what could, what would you encourage? Like what's maybe two or three sounds that a woman could practice just at home, like while she is making dinner or driving the car. I just love doing that. Oh. <laughs> I hate the sound of my voice, by the way, so I'm sorry for everyone listening. Oh, but, well, I think it's lovely. Oh, thank you, darling. Um, but, you know, what are some three simple sounds? Mm -hmm. I would like to know this too, that women can use on like, you know, a self little practice daily that they can just, even when they're in the shower or when they're going mm -hmm. for a walk, just to kind of express, to help them awaken this little part of their vocal Box. Yeah, yeah, great question. So, depends on what energy you're wanting to cultivate. The one that you just did is amazing because it drops you into the body. It starts high and then oh, brings you into the womb. It's a really soothing sound. I highly recommend, you know, some of the ones we were working with earlier, really like getting the more like wild, like, oh, and allowing that, even sticking the tongue out. Ah, and, you know, imagine like your tongue is going all the way out and that connects to the more primal. If you need to move some fucking energy, like that is the place to go to. Um, and then as far as if you want to bring the energy up, so really like breathing it in 
almost like you are breathing, like as, as I'm doing this, my entire body is opening, my chest is blossoming, opening. And literally it's like, I'm, <laughs> as soon as I did that, I had like a little orgasmic wave come through my body. And it's that, it's that you're breathing in the utmost orgasmicness and pleasure in the moment, in the situation, mm. and allowing that to enter through your beingness. So that's an amazing one. And then the other one that's coming through right now, and there are so many, um, we need but to do a whole really podcast allowing... episode on practicing voices. I know, just all sounds. I mean, loves this. Is Can we do that? Activation stuff is so come in. <laughs> so really allowing yourself to like connect like the primal and the wild. You can find like your own trill and version of expression like going way up, and like really like allowing yourself to express in that way, connecting to the more tribal, ancient parts of yourself, whatever it sounds like for you. And there's a quick, a quick piece that I felt inspired to speak on because you mentioned the yoga class. So my loves, please know that when you choose to express, you give permission to each and every person and each and every woman around you. Obviously, this is spatially dependent. Like you're not just going to scream unless you really do in the middle of a yoga class. But if you're in a workshop that is, you know, around expression embodiment, what will happen? I see this time and again, I remind people like in all of my workshops and classes, I'm like, you give permission to the people beside you, right? So when one person is the first one to branch out and they give this primal roar, what happens in the space? Primal roars all over, roar, 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 roar. The energy builds. If one person softens and they let their tears out and they cry, it cracks open the hearts of those around them and gives them permission to feel. So remembering this, obviously tone in to the right space for it, but trust like if you're in that yoga class, maybe you don't go into like a full sobbing session, but if those tears get to come out or if instead of a oh, pretty sigh, it's like, oh, that's really gonna give permission to those around you and be medicine for them. Mm, I love that. It just, it's kind of, a great example, Andrew, of just how much our environment impacts and affects us. And yeah. in um, what's the right word here? Not, that doesn't just impact and affect us, but also influences is the word, yeah. you know, with like one person in the class doing this. And it was the same with, you know, in, in the sweat lodge, uh -huh. you know, I was there with my, my beautiful best friend, Amber, and, you know, she started chanting this. It was the one little snippet of a song that I know. And, it just literally, I, as soon as she started, I was like, oh, I feel so called and drawn to share on, I'll like share on this little chant too. And so then I started doing it. And then literally people who have probably never even heard this song before started just copying and mimicking the chant all because one person started. And it's, that's the same as a ripple effect. So trust yourself and allow your voice to be expressed is something that I want to say to all of our listeners. Yes. Andrea, this has been so phenomenal and I really would love to just do a whole episode <laughs> on just getting to know different sounds, um, you know, from different tribes or, you know, I think these are just little things and snippets of ancient wisdom that so many people are unaware of and I've been around for such a long time but I'm personally not someone who I, I, I'm not a singer. So mm. for me, I'm really learning it, embodying my voice and I'm super excited to share more about this with our listeners, but how can our listeners find you? Yeah. Yeah. So 
online, obviously, I am there. Um, I know that you're going to put the links to it. So there is Facebook, Instagram. I'm active on both. I have a women's group on Facebook with over 5,000 sisters in it called the Soulful Vessel Sisterhood. Um, and then as well, is this a good time to share about the vessel? Yeah, actually share, share your offering Whoa. because I know that um, you know, you've got a really beautiful program and you've got a little free workshop coming up. So share, <laughs> share about that and how people can find out about that. And I'll make sure I've got all those links in the show notes for. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Too. Absolutely. So the best, the best place is to just follow the link in the show notes. So the, the quick sharing of it is I have an upcoming women's program called The Vessel. It is a really potent experience where we dive into all of this and more. So we dive into the throat pussy connection, deep into pleasure wisdom, womanhood, what our mothers didn't teach us, sisterhood, embodiment. There's so, so, so incredibly much. You can read through it on the site. And it is a gorgeous four and a half month journey starting in late November. I just would invite all of the women who are feeling a deep calling in their body to check it out, to apply for it. There are limited spaces for it. And if you mention that you are coming from this podcast, then you'll get a special little, a special little gift from me if you sign up for I it. I didn't know you were going to do that. That's yeah. great. <laughs> Felt inspired. And then as well, there is an upcoming workshop. So this is going to be a little taster of the process. This is going to be in about a week from now. I'm still deciding on the exact date, but we'll have it up for you tomorrow. And this, we're going to be really diving into some, some of these elements a bit deeper, some of the, the throat, some of the expression, some of the embodiment, some of the really like dropping into our womanhood and connecting in this way. So it'd be a pleasure to, to get to see you on there and yeah, feel your, feel your energy more in the space. Oh, beautiful. Andrea, thank you so much for joining us. I've loved this chat. Now, I will pop all those links in our show notes for those who are listening. So be sure to check them out. But we have a final question. This is our final podcast question. I ask all of our guests this, and I'm really excited to hear yours. (laughs) What are three guiding tips that you wish you knew or three things you wish you knew as a menstruating young teen or tween? So think back to your your menarche stage, your first Mm -hmm. period. What are three things you wish you knew then that you now know today? Mm, love this question so much. Love this question so much. So know that your body's wisdom is ancient and immense. That there is nothing wrong, bad, dirty, shameful with your cycle. That it informs all the aspects of your life if you begin to connect with it and harness it and utilize it. Secondly, connect to your pleasure. Explore your body in full, not just what you see, not just what you witness, not just what's in the magazines or online. Find your pleasure, my loves. That is so, so, so big and will support you Mm. for the rest of your life. And thirdly, Find sisters, find sisters who are on this journey, who can walk this path with you, who are ready and open and willing to learn these things. And know that if you are already in an established group of friends and women, that you starting to embody this work will invite them into it as well. 
It might be slow. They might think it's weird at first and not get it at first. And the more that you stay true, the more that you embody it, that you are an embodied invitation, then they'll start to come around. And the ones who aren't meant to will fall away and the new ones will come in. But you'll be more happy and surrounded with community for it. Mm. I love the last one. You know, sisterhood and just finding finding a group of women. And I just want to say that if you are a teen or tween and you are listening to this, that doesn't have to be people in your own age bracket. Mm-hmm. You know, it could, it could be people of your mother's age. It could be aunties. It could be people who, you know, are 10 years ahead of you on their journey of their, you know, their menstrual cycle. I love that, Andrea. Um, thank you so much. We're, we're out of time. I've loved having you on the show. would love to have you back and um, to explore more about all of these beautiful topics. And I want to say thank you so much. If you would love to check out Andrea, please be sure to go and check out the links in the show notes. And Andrea, thank you so much for joining us on the Bold Podcast. Thank you. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you so much for tuning in to every episode of the Well Women Podcast. I trust you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you got a lot out of it too, please subscribe and leave a five-star review on iTunes or your podcast app. This means together we can inspire, connect, and educate even more women. Now, is there a bestie, a sister, or a friend who you know may be frustrated and confused with their health? Are they ready to discover new aspects of themselves too? Well, take a screenshot of this podcast episode, share it on your social media, email it, text it, or any way you need to get it to their ears. So together we can all live in flow, harmony, and balance with our bodies. And be sure to tag me in it too. Hashtag WellWomenPodcast. For everything we mentioned in today's episode, you can find this in the show notes over at wellsome.com forward slash podcast. Until next time, beautiful, get connected, listen to your body and remember, body confidence all begins with living in tune with your menstrual cycle.